Cultural Heritage 2.0. Research in the cultural heritage area often involves working with lots of data in form of artifacts, information on areas, buildings, structures, handwritten texts, etc. So what could be more natural to involve scientists who specialize in data management or even find researchers who can automate the analysis of data? When looking at research projects in the cultural heritage, we see exactly this. Researchers from the humanities working closely together with computer scientists. Especially projects working on the digitization of documents, these corporations are the foundation for success. Today, we will hear from a computer scientist who specializes in the cultural heritage area, what he is working on, and what does the contribution of computer scientists look like. My name is Alison O'Reilly, and I am a part of the Erasmus Plus project Cultural Heritage 2.0. My interview partner for today is Florian Kleber, Senior Computer Scientist at the Computer Vision Lab, Institute of Visual Computing and Human-Centered Technology from the Technical University in Vienna, Austria. Florian, thanks for being here today. Now, as a computer scientist, you have participated in and are still working in several projects in the cultural heritage area. You also mentioned this as one of your main research interests. How did you end up working in this area? So hello, thanks for inviting me to this podcast. So actually, this is quite an easy question. So I did my master thesis at the Pattern Recognition and Image Processing Group, which is now called Computer Vision Lab. And afterwards, I was offered a job also for doing my PhD at the Computer Vision Lab. And as project assistant, my first project was the Synaitic Clagolithic Sacramentary Fragments. And This was my first contact point to a cultural heritage project, if we would like to name it like that. So the content of this was, on the first hand, the multispectral imaging of documents or of ancient manuscripts from the 11th century were located at St. Catherine's Monastery. So we really had to travel there. And the condition of these manuscripts was quite bad. So one task was just to do the multispectral imaging and enhance the readability for the scholars so that they can do studies. And on the other hand, also do automatic analysis, like the layout analysis, the text recognition, and so on. And this was my first starting point at the computer vision lab and dealing with ancient manuscripts and also in the cultural heritage area. And now, since then, you've been involved in lots of other projects. Could you maybe describe what, what the work looks like? What have you been doing in your project since then? Sure. So my main task was always related regarding document image analysis. So most or all of the projects have been dealing with manuscripts, documents, so even from the 11th century or also from, from archives, which are more modern documents. And what we are doing in research was always the automated analysis of these documents. So because if you have just, for example, imagine 10 pages, you can easily do this manually. But if you have to take at hundreds of thousands of pages, you need assisted technologies. So what we were dealing with is, as mentioned, the automated analysis of documents. So this involves, for example, layout analysis, the handwritten text recognition, also a traditional OCR, so the character recognition of 
printed text, but also handwritten text, which is more complicated. So I was also involved, for example, in the READ project, which was a Horizon 2020 project. And this was dealing with the recognition and enrichment of archival documents. After the end of this project, it's now a cooperative. So this is still working. So the software is called Transcribus. And here you can upload, for example, documents or a bunch of documents and do this automated layout analysis and also the handwritten text recognition, for example. And the background is that archives have millions of documents that are being digitized currently. So, for example, I found a statement from the conference of the head of the archive administration in Germany, where he said that the medium-term digitization is planned of 5 up to 10% of archive holdings that you can just imagine. We really have a vast amount of documents that are being digitized and even 90% of the archives holdings are still only available in an analog form. So you really need this assisted kind of technologies. Now, for us, it's always interesting regarding the corporations. So do you tend to always work with the same people? Are they established corporations? Or is it is it at a point where it's quite easy to establish new corporations in this transdisciplinary area? Well, what is always said, the world is small, so you always came in or you always come in contact with also with the same people. It depends partly in which area you're dealing with. So, example, if you're dealing with Slavonic documents, you have Slavonic experts, and this is only a handful in Austria, so you know all of them. Um, we also have a lot of contacts with people from archives, so... And of course, you stay in contact with these people. And as mentioned, there's one initiative that is called Time Machine. So this is also a big project. What is or the goal of this project is also to do this analysis and connect in Europe all the stuff that we have. So the goal is, for example, that if I read a document in Austria and my name appears, that I can check where else did this name appear and also with other objects from the cultural heritage area. So my answer would be for Austria, yes. So you're almost in contact with the same people and based on this network, you learn more and more people from all over Europe. And looking into the future, where's the journey going? What do you believe are going to be the big projects in the future? The Big picture, I guess, is really the goal or the project that Time Machine is dealing with so that you have digitized all of these objects. And digitizing means just that you can easily share it, but you also need things just, for example, in documents to read it for paintings that you, I don't know, recognize or in images that you recognize objects. And furthermore, that you connect all these knowledge so and this is exactly what partly the time machine is dealing with so you have all these cultural heritage belongings in europe from all the different countries um, you automatically analyze it or you put it online and you connect it 
Thank you very much, Florian. That was a very great help for us to give a bit of a vision. Anything you want to add? Thanks for the opportunity to participate in this podcast. Culture2.0.eu 